are you ever having a really good day and then something happens or somebody says something and everything changes? Suddenly you find yourself completely falling apart. Just me? I doubt it. Roots Change, a Grow With Me podcast, episode six. This one, the truth about triggers. I'll start by telling you I'm not an expert on emotional triggers. I'm not a doctor, a psychiatrist, a therapist, and any anything. (laughs) I'm just a girl that has had to work through her own. My growth demanded it, and so does yours, and that's why we're going to talk about it. If you want a really good definition of what a trigger is, my suggestion is (laughs) look it up. (laughs) What I think a trigger is anything that unexpectedly ignites a highly emotional and reactive reaction in you and usually puts you into an undesirable emotional state. At least, that's my experience. Imagine sitting on a warm rock, being kissed by the sun. You're watching the clouds roll past, and suddenly, out of nowhere, you're struck by lightning, you fall off the rock, and you go tumbling down the mountainside, and your life flashes by. That is a very dramatic description, and sometimes exactly how it feels. My emotional triggers are tied to trauma. So when I am triggered, that trauma is brought back to surface. All the memories, the thoughts, the feelings, and even my physical responses tied to them. Sounds like a real fun time, right? No, it honestly sucks. And for the longest time, I just thought it was normal. Part of who I was, like one of my many, many faults. But in a way, I now understand it is part of who I am, but I can actually influence what happens once I am triggered, which means I have control over my response to it. And that is a game changer. It's definitely not easy, and I sometimes fail miserably. I wouldn't be here talking to you today in this particular way if I hadn't realized the cycle my emotional triggers caused and then did something about it. I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't have even started to believe in, trust, or love myself the way I do now. I wouldn't have the types of relationships I have or be the mom I am to my kids. I wouldn't be a life coach or a podcaster, and I don't think I could really help anyone in the way I can today because I'd never have learned how to help myself. It is so, so important that we learn how to identify our triggers, recognize when we are in fact triggered, and have a plan in place to work through them. Our growth and well-being literally demand that we do exactly that. I personally don't enjoy re-experiencing my trauma. In fact, it sabotages my growth, it affects my mental well-being, and it damages relationships. I feel like it's a bit taboo to even go here. I don't hear a whole lot of chatter when it comes to emotional triggers, do you? I feel like we kind of sweep them under the rug and roll our eyes when we hear the word. 
So here's what a trigger is not. A trigger is not a trendy phrase or an excuse to act reckless. A trigger is a response to trauma in most every case. So I'll talk a little bit about mine in hopes it makes you a little more comfortable with yours. This past weekend was the last weekend of February, and it was beautiful in Michigan. Saturday morning, I got to go help a girlfriend pack up the rest of her stuff. She bought her first house. So I got to spend a few hours with her and a couple of our girlfriends tying up all the loose ends so everything was ready when the movers showed up this past Monday morning. It was pretty heavenly. I don't think we talked about COVID or politics one time. I kind of needed it. And then I came home. And then I came home. I was excited my entire drive. My guy works in grocery. That means weekends are usually spent apart. That's when he's needed the most. But this weekend was supposed to be ours. He was supposed to be off and a few days before Saturday... He was asked to come in on Sunday. Then Saturday, at about 4 o'clock in the morning, he got called in. He worked a half day, so I assumed he was looking forward to spending the rest of the day with me. Well, I was wrong. (laughs) He was looking for rest. A reset. Time for himself. His type of fun. And unfortunately, that was my trigger. I first felt it in my chest. And then my hands and legs became tingly. The thoughts followed right behind. One of my triggers is rejection. And it's pretty brutal. This is what it sounded like. He doesn't actually want to spend time with me. Our first afternoon in a long time and I'm not his priority? You're just convenient. And you're pretty selfish. What's wrong with you? These are literally the thoughts that I had. It sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? That putting his needs over my expectations that I placed on him would lead me to feel completely rejected, alone, and even worthless. I know none of this is true, but that's what I was up against. These were the thoughts I had to continuously work through, and it's exhausting. Can you recognize any of your triggers? Here's why you should. If you don't, you don't stand a chance. Next time you notice you've been taken out of your current emotional state and brought into a completely new and unpredictable, probably terrible one, take a moment to recognize how it feels physically. Are you suddenly weak in the knees? Are your palms sweaty? Maybe your heart feels like it's pounding out of your chest or your face feels hot. Maybe your fingers are tingly. These might be the physical cues that you are emotionally triggered. It's the first sign to take action. And it's also an opportunity to understand what's actually causing it. So if you can, acknowledge how you're feeling different physically and then trace what just happened. Get to the root cause of the trigger. I had been really excited to spend the afternoon with my guy The entire way home from helping my girlfriend pack, I listened to music, I had the windows down, and I was probably smiling. I actually planned out the entire day in my head on that ride home. We were going to take a walk on our favorite trail with the dog, definitely cuddle, maybe clean out the garage, and then I was going to cook this killer meal 
for my man and my fam. Unfortunately, he had other plans. And when I realized he wasn't really interested in giving me that type of attention that I was building, that I expected, my heart sank. Like, I'm talking, it went down fast. I was so disappointed. All of a sudden, I felt a rush of emotions. I felt neglected and rejected. It reminded me of a very real and painful past when I actually did have to earn love and attention and affection from men. And if I didn't prove myself or do what was expected, I was shut out completely. And that, my friend, in itself is traumatic. My ability to trace my triggers back to their source took time. And I'll be completely honest, it's not easy. If you're fed up with a cycle that sounds familiar, you've got a decision to make. You need to find the source, and it requires your personal commitment to be intentional and do the digging. You'll need to gain clarity around all the different emotional triggers. I suggest putting pen to paper and keeping tabs for a while. Document it, kind of like you would in a journal. Just write out your experiences during the process. Just play detective. You're probably going to ask yourself a whole bunch of W questions. You know them. Who, what, when, why, where, all those. Who or what initiated this physical or emotional response? What were you doing? What was happening in or around you? What led up to this specific moment? When it happened, what did you experience physically or emotionally? When's the last time you remember this happening? What were the prerequisites? Why did this or that ignite this type of response in you? What were you thinking? Was there a need or an expectation that you had that wasn't met? Why is that even important to you? Were you talking about something specific, expecting a particular outcome? Was there a certain smell or did you see something right before this? I told you, a whole bunch of W questions. The outcome we all want to achieve is to manage these types of emotions, right? The best result from all that detective work is to learn how to manage these types of emotions, right? I mean, who wants to re-experience our trauma and the responses we have to them? Not this girl. So how can you manage your triggers in a way that helps you restore balance or just not self-destruct? Well, a great place to start is by acknowledging what's happening not suppressing your emotions, but also not responding to them in that moment. What you're feeling or experiencing needs to be addressed. If you're already triggered, the best thing I can do personally is to recenter and find calm. It helps clear my mind and put things into perspective. If I react, I might actually cause more damage to myself or others. Not physically, but emotionally. I react internally by allowing thoughts to erode my self-worth, but I might also react externally with words spoken from a place of hurt, misplacing my anger or frustration and trauma. I might say things that can't be unheard, so I've learned different strategies for different triggers. Saturday, when I realized I was triggered, I went to an exit strategy. I could feel my emotions bubbling over, They were not reasonable. And as quick as I corrected one thought, a new one came. It was like a rapid fire. 
Without giving myself an opportunity to talk myself out of it, I yelled for my daughter, said, grab your stuff. We're heading to the store. She needed a backpack. I needed to get myself together and get my mind off the thoughts that were beginning to take up way too much space. Yes, what I'm saying is sometimes a shopping trip is a wonderful strategy for managing a trigger. Two stores later, I was in a complete different emotional state. I felt ready and capable of communicating to my mister that I was feeling disappointed and hoped we could carve a little time out of the day for each other. This is the part you expect to hear it all turned out. However, it did not. I got home and failed miserably. Sometimes, as hard as I try and however good my intentions are, I do a terrible job at managing my triggers. Saturday was one of them. When I walked back into the house, here he was exactly where I left him. And just like that, I started making assumptions. I assumed he still was not interested in spending time with me at all. I mean, I did the right thing, didn't I? I felt myself become bitter. My heart started racing and those thoughts started coming right back up. Only this time even stronger and I reacted to my trigger. I'm sure I made some jerk comment about how I wasn't a priority and clearly he didn't care about our relationship. And then I grabbed a trash bag, went outside and started cleaning up dog poop. Someone's got to do it. Might as well be me. As I'm out there, the thoughts continued, growing increasingly destructive, and I, just like that, continued to correct them. Why was I placing these expectations on him? He needs rest and is having fun. It's not even fair. It's incredibly selfish to try to steal that from him. Why am I feeling so bad when he's only doing what he needs to do for himself? That's literally what I do. It's what I ask others, including him, to do. And here he is finally doing exactly what I say he should, and I'm taking it as rejection. How can I fix this? Those were some of the more positive, helpful thoughts. The other ones? Not so nice. So I decided I would just do what needed to be done that day. And maybe he'll join when he feels refreshed. This went on for about an hour. I was pretty proud of myself. The fresh air felt great. The longer I was out there, the more calm I felt, the more clear I became on what was happening and why. I did the very best I could in the moment at keeping all the thoughts created from a place of trauma at bay. I remembered who he is and how he actually treats me. I began to put things back into perspective. I was cleaning dog poop while working through a trigger and I felt so much better when I finally did walk back inside. And when I did, I saw he had stopped doing what he was doing. He put jeans on and he was tying up his laces. At that moment, I was both relieved and discouraged. Part of me knew that I probably hurt his feelings and it influenced his decision to quit what he was doing to be there for me. And that doesn't feel good. He could see I was upset. And I took the time he carved out for himself as my own. In that moment, I realized I had made him feel guilty. I manipulated him. I felt ashamed. I felt convicted. That's not what I wanted. Do you ever wish someone would do what you want them to do? But then when you do it, 
it suddenly doesn't feel good. I hate it, but sometimes I don't manage my emotions very well. Sometimes my trauma triggers get the best of me. I know there is so much work to do. I know that therapy is there, and I've been putting it off far too long. It's not anyone's responsibility to appease me. Certainly not his. To alter his day to help me feel better isn't fair, but he loves me, and he will. I'm not ashamed to say that even though I know how to recognize my triggers and can manage them for the most part, there's some healing left to do. And learning how to effectively communicate when I am in a heightened emotional state, that's necessary, but not always easy. I know I'm not the only one. I know I am not the only one who finds themselves in the middle of an argument because they're triggered and they don't know how to respond. This was a really hard episode to record. I feel rather exposed and a bit like an imposter. That seems to be the pattern here. I'm a life coach. Aren't I supposed to have my shit together? Well, sometimes. I think a good one is truthful, and she's honest about what she experiences. The truth is no one has their shit together all of the time. You see what people want you to see, and I want you to see the truth. Emotional triggers suck, but they also aren't an excuse to behave badly. They aren't an excuse to manipulate somebody on purpose or by accident. It's up to you to recognize your own stuff. And once you do, it's up to you to make it better to do better, to feel better. You deserve to live a life you love. Let's be honest, there's not a whole lot of love going on when you're in the middle of a trigger. Do yourself the biggest favor and learn to recognize yours. Learn to recognize your emotional triggers, understand how they show up physically and mentally, and come up with a plan of managing them in the moment and after roots change and it happens with every choice we make if you're finding yourself right now at the tail end of a recent trigger i'm sending you all the love i know you need it i know it's hard it's not easy this healing stuff and there is no shame in reaching out to somebody who can help you till the next time remember you are strong you are worthy and you are capable of anything.